there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hi there, and welcome in for another episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. My name is Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional, a mom to two daughters, a wife who doesn't cook, and I'm newly obsessed with the series Ted Lasso on Apple TV. I know I'm late to the party on this one, and honestly, I'm sort of ashamed of it. Yes, it's about sports and European soccer specifically, so that's right up my alley, but I also am terrible about watching anything on TV. I usually watch one episode and then forget for like six weeks. Anyway, if you haven't seen it yet, just go watch it. It's part comedy, part feel good, and always has me cracking up. Anyway, if you've listened to this podcast before, welcome back. And if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome to a place for strategies to manage your business, your career, and your family. I call it the merge because my life is a mix of all these different roles and responsibilities. It gets tough to manage, and I've learned that sharing the challenges we face and the victories we have, no matter how small, are always worth talking about. For today's episode, I want to dive into a concept I believe in, especially when it comes to supporting women in their efforts, and I'll go into a little more detail as to why. This is the idea of community over competition. I certainly didn't invent this concept, but I hear it talked about a lot in various different contexts. I do believe that women need to come together in community to learn from each other and push each other forward, not use competition to hold each other back. But I've also learned that it's somewhat of an uphill battle to get women to buy into this. We've been conditioned in so many ways that everything is a competition and that there's only a finite amount of success available. There have been a couple of things happening in my world that have really brought this battle to my attention, and I thought it might be a good topic to open up about, because honestly, I've grown tired of fighting, tired of competing, when we could all clearly benefit from a more supportive community. And just maybe this resonates with you too, and you want to be a part of the solution to breaking this cycle and finding a community. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. At this point in my career, I have worked my way up to a position on the senior leadership team. I began as a volunteer intern, as an undergraduate student, and knew collegiate athletics was for me. 
something I didn't know until I became more invested, is that there is a position within each NCAA athletic department called the Senior Women's Administrator. It's more of a title than a defined position, but it's a designation required to be given to the senior most female on the administrative staff. The Senior Women's Administrator, called the SWA for short, may have different core job duties, but they're the elected representative to different NCAA and conference committees and a chief decision maker on the staff in partnership with the director of athletics. Early on, I set this as my career goal. I wanted to be in this position and to earn this title. There was only one per institution. As time passed, I learned I had to move on to move up. Not uncommon. I went from being the unpaid intern to managing the interns to hiring full-time staff members at a couple of different institutions. And with each move up the ladder, I encountered more women trying to find their place in the world of sports, one dominated by men and full of masculine egos and energies. With only one seat at the leadership table for women, those who got it held on for dear life. I was lucky to find a great group of women who served as both mentors and friends. We shared our struggles and victories even while we were all aiming for the same goal. Like in any industry, working women deal with a lot of crap. And in a male-dominated industry, unfortunately, it's a lot of crap caused by and misunderstood by the men you work closely with on a daily basis. As I've managed people and mentored other young women breaking into the industry, I've seen just how hardened I've become to some of the personalities and intricacies of relationship management. Somewhere along the way, I became conditioned to certain things just being the way they are and not worth the time or energy to fight against. It wasn't an overnight shift, but early on, I was a challenger. I would argue my points just for the sake of arguing and to have people know I was smart and competent but supervisors didn't take too kindly to being challenged often, and I learned how to soften my approach and pick my battles, as they say. I've never said I agree with some of the processes or treatment of females or the frustrations we encounter, but I've heard myself tell others that sometimes it's just the way it is. It doesn't make it right, but we've all had to deal with it. At some point, I stopped wanting that one coveted spot at the leadership table and started finding ways to create new seats at the table. Over the last year, I've really been challenged in my role as a leader of people and as a role model in the industry. I'm one of very few women in my position with children at home. I encountered a situation where an intern within our marketing department felt that she was being mistreated by a male member of another unit within our department. She felt she was discriminated against for being a young woman and took action with the help of university counsel to share her dissatisfaction with this particular encounter. I will be totally honest and say this was a first for me. In 15 years, I'd never been involved with any personnel issues of this magnitude. It was a really tough situation. On one hand, I had dealt with what she was unhappy about and then some in my career. I'm used to being treated differently and not getting the same opportunities or the same respect as male counterparts, to being held to different standards. 
But here's the true gut punch. Because, on the other hand, at the end of the day, she's a young female trying to stand up for herself. Trying to break the cycle and go after what she wants. Something I have preached to young professionals. Something I preach to my own daughters. That if something doesn't feel right, to say something. To fight for yourself. Here, I had a female employee doing just that, and it was confusing and stressful. I've realized that so much competition among women in the workplace can wear you down. It put me in a tough position, torn between the suck-it-up-and-deal-with-it mentality of the decade I came through and the Girl Power Me Too movement of more recent years. I want to share this today because I've learned a few tough lessons. Yes, I've had some great mentors, both male and female, to lean into and learn from over the years, but being a female with children is also isolating at times. I have a strong personality by nature, so I don't back down to a challenge easily. But I've seen where I've let myself get caught up in the structures and systems that oftentimes hold women back. We don't always have to recreate the wheel and fight every single fight to land in the one seat at the table held just for one female. I will not stop advocating for building community. I do this in a couple of different ways. By asking other women about their journey to where they are now, with sharing my own experiences, and by mentoring young professionals within the industry. I've been involved on the board of directors of our industry's professional organization and develop and participate in as much programming as possible to support and further women, especially those managing both a career and a family. It's also some of the inspiration behind this podcast. Hearing from women and learning about their struggles and experiences motivates me to keep fighting, to keep identifying these points of frustration, and to not accept that there is just one seat available. To advocate for not just myself and what I bring to the organization, but to keep an eye out to advocate for all the women collectively. You are your own best cheerleader, and it's easy to forget that working women are oftentimes a lot more alike than we are different. Your background or education or job title or industry might be much different from mine, but our goals to become successful in our careers can still be exactly the same. If you find yourself feeling a little down or beaten down by some roadblocks in your career, I encourage you to find your community for support. And if there isn't one readily available, start one. I hope this inside look at my experiences gets you thinking and maybe even empowers you to create a new table. Break the cycle of competition and create a community. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.